AIM Fuse is right around the corner. This year, Fuse is a premium interactive experience featuring live streams of industry-leading speakers, an exhibit hall where you can connect with AIM sponsors and partners, and also real-time networking with other attendees on the virtual platform. So make sure you do head over to aimgroup.com and get your tickets. Hey, welcome to Broker to Broker. This podcast is all about real talk from one broker to another. Each week, we'll be talking with an AIM member about their journey into the broker channel, their challenges, and unique insights. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, what's up, everybody? Got my good buddy, Scott Shang here of Bywise Mortgage. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing awesome. How are you, JP? You're, you're my favorite hippie. <laughs> broker to broker way back in the day, Scott's my favorite hippie. Dude, 50-year-olds in today, those aren't hippies. We had hippies in my days. You guys did, well, you might have hippies now, but. Well, what would you call yourself then? <clears throat> All right, I'll take it. <laughs> Anything but late for dinner, isn't that the line? Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> anyway, Scott's going to be uh, at AIMFUSE Virtual this year, next Friday, the 25th. He's going to be sitting on a panel. I'm going to read it, though. Establishing lucrative <laughs> referral sources that last. It's a panel about getting leads <laughs> the right way and good leads, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, well, it's funny. So I'm, uh, I'm on there with, uh, with Chastity and, uh, and then we've got, uh, Ernie's going to be there from Homebot and, uh, um, Ben Tierlink's going to be there um, cool. from Mobility RE, I think. Um, but it was really interesting because, you know, we were talking about this and this is being about referrals. Chastity and I were talking, um, we we're both kind of small shops we're not huge shops yep. um our intention is not to um not to build our business huge during this thing we're just trying to uh, you know i mean we're in a business where we can make a comfortable living without killing ourselves and right now mm -hmm. um because of the way we've grown our business all of our businesses repeat and referral. We're not doing anything to get new business. Well, I, I say that, but it, it's not entirely true. Um, the way that we've, the way that we get most of our clients, the way that we've always gotten most of our clients is high trust consumer direct marketing, mm -hmm. right? And, and that's just one method. In, in talking to Chastity, she's going to share how she does it, but she does exactly the same thing that I did. And really what it is, is you're focusing on how you're building that relationship and how you're attracting the customer and then what their experience is during that process. And when things are slow, it's really easy to focus on, you know, communication, customer service, pre-framing the experience. When we get done with this, I'm going to ask you, you know, my goal is to do a five-star, you know, five-star level of service. I'm going to ask you at the end if I did and ask you if you have anybody you can refer. But right now, this is an interesting environment because it seems like there's two types of two types of business models that are going on right now. Mm -hmm. You're either going out and you're getting a ton of refi business, in which case you're being inundated with rate shoppers. And rate shoppers are hard to build relationships mm -hmm. with. You've got to, you've, you've really got to ratchet it up. So you lose that entire pre-relationship piece that attracts them to you because they're only looking for numbers. So what I would say, and, and what we're going to talk about or what I'm going to share is, is 
that you really have to focus on building that relationship right now. And, you, and, and I would be careful about shifting your entire business model 180 degrees to accommodate a shit ton of rate shoppers. Mm -hmm. You know, that it's, it's a death knell. It's, it's, you know, they always say, when's the best time to plant a tree? Uh, and it was last year. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you want shade today, you need to plant that tree last year. So, um, you know, if your business is not coming in from all referrals and, and past clients and referrals from past clients, mm -hmm. I mean, Chastity and I were talking about this. We're afraid to even reach out to our past client database right now because they're all just pouring in yep. and, and we're afraid to do anything proactive because, you know, poor Josh is, 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 you know, he runs the show over there and, and man, everybody's working, you know, yeah, they're working so, so much right now. I mean, we're just slammed. Yeah. And we've talked about this before. What I really respect about you guys is you haven't sold out over all these years um, from switching from what you are now as an advisory, a true advisory based brokerage, yeah. right? To yeah just trying to get as many leads as we can, just throwing shit against the wall and see what happens. That's the trap right now. If yeah. you want to be a true advisor, the trap right now is getting away from that and just trying to go after the money and the low hanging fruit and the rates and go, go, go. That's yeah. the trap right now. And you guys have not sold out and you will not sell out from what you truly want to do with your business, which is being a true advisor. Um, yeah. You've done this for, for years. Like, like you said, from the beginning, when you're all the smaller blogs that you've done, right? The, the big blog you've done, yeah. um, you started there and you have what find my way home, right? Is that? Yep. Find my way right? home. Um, and just all the things you've done, the forbearance report that you came out yeah. with just earlier yeah. this year, like you're giving good knowledge, whether they use you or not, right? Mm -hmm. You're giving this knowledge, but they just seem to go to you anyway, because you're advising correctly and people trust you. Well, and here's another piece to that too, is, is when you share your experience and your knowledge, um, you know, those of us that have been doing this for a long time, or those of us that are super passionate, I call it the, the guideline geeks versus the call center lenders, mm -hmm. right? So some people just love guidelines and they love solving problems and they'll solve a problem at all costs. When you do that for a customer, when you go above and beyond and create that experience and, and kind of what's unique for us is, is that's what we do in our blog is we solve problems. Uh -huh. So we're out there getting out in front of bleeding necks and offering free bandages, you know? And so when you earn your trust that way, what we really did, what we built is we built our own referral engine because I'm literally referring business to myself 24 seven, 365 yeah. days a year because I'm sharing all of these experiences with consumers online. It, 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 anywhere that it's, it's, it's accessible. However you do it. I happen to do it on a WordPress blog. You can do it right. on LinkedIn. You can do it on Facebook. You can do it on Instagram. You can do it whatever's, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, they're just uh, almost subconsciously coming in, right? You're just putting it out there. You're, you know, it's it's pointed, but it's definitely pointed. The right thing, and it's just coming back. Well, and even a, an interesting experience, you know, so a, a lot of people, they kind of see my story and they're like, well, yeah, you started this 13 years ago. You know, if I had 13 years to work on something, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, a perfect example of this, because Josh and I are cut from the same cloth when it comes to this advisory role, 
Um, he, we have a, a local referral partner uh, that uh, really started going gangbusters on YouTube. Like back in March, he just said, I'm going to master this. And he went from about 600 followers to now he's at about 7,000. So now Josh will jump on a, a live YouTube with him and they'll just answer questions about mortgages. And then Josh will get calls all day, you know, just constant calls coming in. Hey, I heard you talking about this stuff. And, and he's not in, he's not out there talking about unrealistic stuff. If you know Josh, he's like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> you know, you're going to get screwed if you do this, yep, you yep. know? So he's like, he does it. There's no fluff in there. Um, it, but still that's driving him crazy. Cause even those people, um, because of this environment, those people are like, Hey, I heard the rates are really low. And he's like, yeah, but it depends on your situation. Yep. So yeah, no, I'm excited about this. I'm excited about this panel. Um, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't also mention that, uh, you know, anybody that knows my history with HomeBot, um, all the referral partners that we've put into HomeBot, um, we are getting on a pretty regular basis, eh, probably three to seven refinance inquiries a week yep. uh, from the clients of our sponsored agents that we've never met these clients. So, so because we started that a year ago, because we planted that tree over a year ago with HomeBot, this, this low rate environment is putting us in yep. touch with all of these referral partners. And quite frankly, we're not doing it as good a job as we should of probably going out and being proactive with the referral partners. Yep. We're doing the best that we can, um, but we're still engaging with their clients, which gives us an excuse to have a conversation with them. So that's awesome. Yeah, HomeBot's yeah. a great tool. We've been using that. We planted that last year and yeah. we're seeing it now and we get, you know, three or four to five just new leads coming in each week just from that. It's such a great yeah. tool. So I'm looking forward to, to, to talk with them on the panel as well. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. All right. What's up, everybody? Uh, got my buddy, Nathan Nottingham of, well, partner in Vetted VA, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Uh, you're going to be at uh, Aim Fuse Virtual next week, uh, yes. starting on Friday, the 20, 25th, I think at this point, yep. 25th. Yep. Um, and you're going to be on the panel talking about serving those who've served us. And it's That's a absolutely. specific panel uh, with Veta VA. I know I've known Chris for a while, mm -hmm. good friend of mine. I'm so It's really cool that you're a partner uh, with him, with Veta VA. Um, it's really, really cool group. The way that ex that exploded in such a short time is really cool. And like we know, you guys are doing the right thing. Right before we spoke, mm -hmm. we talked about VA loans, and now there's times where vets uh, uh, and active active duty can be taken care of, uh, taken yeah. advantage of. Right. Right. Um, right. So this is a really great group um, to do it the right way. Can you talk a little bit more about it? Absolutely. So uh, Chris and I, gosh, we met a year and a half ago and I just could tell the guy's passionate, right? He just, he, oh, yeah. he, he just evokes passion about what he feels and what's going on. And I was in training and doing training for the mortgage industry. And so we kind of got together and put our heads together. And it wasn't until the beginning of this year uh, when I made a transition and decided, you know, I'm going all in on this. We started building up this, uh, this dream he had. It became more from a Facebook group to, okay, how are we going to actually put arms around this? How are we going to turn this more from, hey, here's just a private group to provide real human sourced intelligence, no solicitation, no cussing. We're going to treat you fairly. 
and and move it to actually to accountability because that's the next step right so you have all these bankers that were actually doing some pretty nasty things churning loans just time time again we saw the writing on the wall but nobody was stopping it and how does the va stop it well they don't actually stop the lender they penalize the veteran by saying now we're going to charge you more funding fees yeah yeah right it's like how's that how's that work so what we want to do is change the industry well how do you change an industry you either change two things you re-regulate the industry or you change the demand from the industry and the initial thing is yeah let's go re-regulate it right because that's just high level conversations but honestly man jp when you when you have regulation what is your first instinct with a new rule how can i get around it how do I have to not pay attention to it? How can I, how can I legally or ethically play in the gray and not necessarily go straight through it? Mm-hmm. All right, but what else do we change? What if we change supply and demand? What if we actually change the heart going into the demand for the VA loan product and what people understand about it? Well, that just became the aha moment. All right, let's just make this group. So we're actually going to be at AIMFUSE, and I'm really excited about this. Chris, myself, we're bringing three vetted professionals with us. Glenn nice. Groves from GTG is going to be on our panel. Sam Rubin, who's actually a realtor out of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. She is a, also a veteran, uh, Army, I believe, and she's dynamic. And then Isabel Williams, also an Army yeah. veteran, but out of Florida. So we kind of took our the U.S. We said these three are going to come speak about their positions, right, and what they do and what it means to them. Um, because we want to talk to the professionals to professionals here. But we're also always, always talking consumer first. We're always talking to the veteran. We're always saying, look, you deserve the best service, but here's how you're going to get the best service. By trusting, right? Trust our professional. You, you pick the professional, but verify what they're telling you. And, uh, and that's how we're actually making the transitions. Yeah, we've grown crazy, right? Our, our private Facebook group, the Veta VA group, has over 17,500 members in it now. Cool. Um, we are actively monitoring that we've come up with great ways we're going to talk about this at the conference we're going to talk about how about building the group what's that meant initiating squads vetting professionals what that looks like and we'll finish with christopher griffith talking about well frankly why we're very selective on who comes in and why yeah how many how many vetted professionals do you guys have now we're we're wow. topping uh, 80 okay at the moment. good and I, mean, I will tell you, we're, we're getting broken off. Like there's just the demand keeps growing. We need more and more vetted professionals. But I'll be really honest with you, man. I know you talked to Chris about this too. The testing we put the professionals through, they come in and go, hey, we know this. We know what's going on. We're going to talk about this at the conference uh, on our panel at Fuse. But realtor or loan officer alike, they go through the same initial testing. Six tests. Each test takes about an hour and a half. There's no videos to watch. There's no, like, we're not telling you what you th- we think you should know about the rules. We're saying, here's the handbook. Here's the test. It's open book. Go pass. Do you know what our failure rate is first time out of the, out of the gate? I'd love to know. 67%. Wow. Professionals can't pass an open book test. Why is that? Is because they're putting in what they think they know into the system. Mm-hmm. And they're not actually reading the, reading the black and white and saying, no, 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 no the handbook says this. And we do that because that's like, that's your number one point. That's your number one defensive weapon when you are actually trying to fight for a veteran in their loan. And we put the realtors and the, and the loan officers through the exact same tests. So when they come through and they start and they jump into moderating and they actually get access to the group to moderate, they're on our map on vetaVA.com. They've actually gone through all the testing together. They know it. They speak the same language. And I got a story 
a couple of days ago, one of our uh, vetted professionals was going through the testing. He's kind of dragging his feet, right? It takes time. We're asking you to come in. We're asking you to give us your time, which is very, very hard to carve off any time right now in this market. Mm -hmm. And we're saying, now do this. He said he was finishing his testing for the second rank, and he's in his last side of testing, and he came across two questions that answered three different points on a file that he was having trouble getting through underwriting. Wow. He went, oh, my gosh, that's my answer. He took that answer from the handbook that he was being forced to read, went to the underwriter, said, this is why you're wrong. This is how you're supposed to handle it. This is what we need to do. The underwriter double-checked what he said, was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Got the loan closed. I mean, so that was... Just going through this has directly impacted helping a vet get a loan just by Absolutely. doing the testing. Yeah, and, I'm not and saying like, what I think I know anymore. It's not tribal knowledge. I'm going straight to the book. Nobody can argue the book. book. The VA wrote the book. That's, that's, who's, awesome, that's who's writing the guideline. Yeah, that's great, man. And like I was saying, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be the guinea pig here, right? Chris came and said, let's, let's work on getting vetted when, when this was going through. And I mm -hmm. said, hey, listen, man, I don't think I'm ready. I've never been a VA guru. Yes, we've done them. We go through it. But it's not mm -hmm. my main business. I don't feel comfortable doing this yet because I know – the, the mm. not restrictions, but the rules and how much faith you guys have in this. I, I didn't want to do that quite yet. So that, that was the reasoning. Don't beat me up, Chris, but that's the reasoning. My beard's Actually, better, there's no Chris. beats up. There's a, there's just extra pats on the back for that. You got to know where you're starting from, right? That's if you it. jump in there and say, Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be great. And you think I had a conversation with a professional last week and they said to me, well, why would I actually join this group, pay some onboarding money to just moderate, you know, watch for curse words and, and, and turn off solicitations. I was like, well, you're not ready for us. You don't understand what it is we're doing here. We're mm -hmm. providing higher levels of insight, accountability, structure. And I have more and more veterans who are now coming back and saying, I can't believe I, did, I didn't find this group just now. I wish I'd found it earlier. Thank you for everything you're giving us because, man, I'm seeing LEs all the time. And we're not saying that's a bad LE. We're saying, here's what you need to know about this loan estimate. Here's what you need to know about this fee you're being charged and it's only information all the time, that's making a difference. But it got to a point where we actually had to transition and move professionals out of the group because the solicitation was just, it's ridiculous, JP. It was like, yeah. people would go, well, where are you at? And if somebody said, I'm in Texas, they'd go, I'm in Texas too. You should call me or call my buddy. And we're like, yep. out, boot. Out. Man, Get we were out. booting professionals left and right. And so you we actually started a professional around. support group. Yeah. yeah I've we seen can't. it, I've heard it, out. We can't. Can't no. do it, man. I love it, man. Well, I mean, it, it goes to show if you guys have 80 vetted professionals right now, but with a group of over 17,000, you know, yeah. consumers and vets and a bunch, I mean, that obviously <laughs> just the margin right there this too. shows you. Anybody in a Facebook group, they know they're looking at a couple different engagement pieces, right? So we got 17, over 17,000 members on a weekly basis, 14,000 members are engaging on our page. So it's not just a one-off. We're not like, oh, look at all these members we have, only 10 of them show mm -hmm. up. No, no, no. It's That's all the time, all the time. And so we're getting broken off. We are actively looking to draft more professionals in here, but it is not just a, Hey, I'm willing to write a check or here I'll pass a test. It's a heart and mind attitude mm -hmm. issue, right? You got to come in wanting to serve, wanting to say, I'm expect nothing from the 10 minutes I'm about to spend answering this one question for the 1000th time that I've answered that question. Yeah, right. And I'm going to get nothing from it. And when they come in with that mentality, I will tell you the ancillary, the consequence to that choice is so positive. They will finally find themselves broken off with more and more business, but it comes down the road. It's not an immediate. That's awesome.
Well put, man. Yo, I'm looking forward to seeing you again. Uh, Absolutely. On Friday. I'll see you there. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure being here today. Cool. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks, buddy. Hey, what's up, everybody? We have Jamie Cavanaugh here from Amerifund. Uh, she'll be at uh, Fuse Virtual this year, and she'll be sitting on the Women's Mortgage Network panel. Correct, Jamie? That is correct. Are you excited or what? I am so excited to be on this panel. This is awesome. This, this particular group is like super near and dear to my heart. Um, Women's Mortgage Network is um, one of our AIM subgroups. And it's something that has grown huge over just the last really six months or so. Mm -hmm. um, super, super huge. So um, we had this amazing event right uh, before the Activate event in March in Irvine. So there were about, I think there were less than 30 of us in the room. And it was a, a whole day of a bunch of female leaders um, led by Laura Brandau and Katie Sweeney. Yep. We got together and we talked about what we wanted this group to be. And we talked about um, our goals and what we wanted to accomplish and how we wanted to grow it. And our goal was to have 2,000 members by 2021. Nice. How many do we have now? 1.7. All right. Um, so members. listen up. We need 300. Right there. During a pandemic. I know. Right? Like, this is nuts. So, um, and of that, we hit the thousand mark like 30 days ago. So for us to have hit that mark and then be almost doubled in this short period of time was nuts. And, and we, we couldn't um, be more pleased about it. So the group itself is largely based in Facebook, just like our Brokers Are Better group is. Cool. Um, and it's really just a place for um, female mortgage and realtor-based um leaders and you know realtors and loan officers and even even people who are you know in ops to come and get support you know every level you're just starting out you need you need to know where to begin um you're you're not just starting out you've been in the business for a while you know you've got the same struggles that we all have and you just need a place to come and be among others who share those same struggles and share those wins and just have that level of camaraderie yeah no doubt i mean you guys are much smarter than us, us men. So like, we kind of need this anyway. And it's been long overdue. We can agree with that, right? For sure, for sure. So what I'm excited about with the panel is um, that we're gonna be talking about leveraging your authentic voice. And I think that that's something that anybody, any, any woman who's been in the industry for any length of time can kind of, um, can kind of appreciate. Um, there have been times where I think we can all agree that, you know, coming up in the business, I've been in the business 23 years. Um, it's been a, a really long road, right? And I mean, I was an executive when I was 23 years old. So you can oh. imagine being in the corporate world in your 20s. Not a lot of, um, not a lot of, of, of people were listening. You know, um, whether I had value or not, nobody was really listening. And when you're sitting in a boardroom full of, you know, older, people, yeah. a lot of men, nobody thinks you have anything to say. And so there were so many times when I didn't leverage my voice, when I didn't speak. And over the years, I've learned how to do that. And we'll be talking so much about that on the Fuse panel. So many great women with me on the panel that are going to be speaking to our, our experiences. And, and, and I think for us, it's, it's not just about um, our experiences, but it's also about empowering other women who are coming up in the business to give them some of the tools and the tips and the tricks that have helped us along the way. And so that's really what our group is all about. And it's what we're here to do is, is really to empower each other and to help those that are coming up in the business.
That's awesome. Very well put. Um, who else is on the panel again? Women's Mortgage Network Fuse Panel is going to be Katie Sweeney. We've got um, we've got Skylar Welch. We've got uh, Isabel Williams. We've got um, let's see who else we have here. Hold up. I've got, I'm on two panels, man. <laughs> like, I love it. The same here. Yeah. So we've got some super strong women, and I'm like I'm. I'm beyond honored to even be among these people. So uh, I was I was super stoked to be uh, to be asked, and, and I'm I'm really excited. I'm, I can't wait to hear their stories. I can't wait to hear yeah. what they have to say. Yeah, yeah. Could you also tell us a little bit about um, your role at your at Amerifund as well? Sure. And how sure. long you've been there? Just give us a quick background. Sure, absolutely. So um, my partner in Amerifund, Brad Rice, and I go back about 20 years. Um, we had a, a company back before the crash. Uh, it was a whole large wholesale lender. We were in 43 states. We had um, um, every product you can imagine and as you can also imagine. Um, right. We were on the uh, mortgage implodometer when things uh, went south. So I ran ops for that organization. Okay. And then went into executive management in the corporate world. And about six years ago, uh, Brad and I kind of, um, being that we stayed friends so long, kind of came back together. And he's like, I think I want to start something, but I just want to be a broker. Let's not do all the overhead and all the other stuff we did with right. trying to be a direct lender. I'm like, you know, that fits really well with where I'm at in life too. Um, let's do this. So we did, and we just started scaling and, and, um, Brad has a tech startup. So he does that. And I basically run the day-to-day -day of, of Amerifriend from soup to nuts and, um, from sales to ops to everything. Um, uh, and I am also a licensed originator and have been, but most of my origination goes to my in-house loan officers. They support our book of business. So, um, for me, my title is COO, but I, you know, I'm basically running the, the show here. And, um, and I, my whole, my whole reason for aim being, um, not only is AIM so meaningful to me, but the reason brokers are better means so much to me is because I've been on the other side of this. And I can tell you that brokers are better because I've been on the other side and I choose mm -hmm. to be a broker. I choose to be a broker cool. for so many reasons. And I, I can tell you that the broker world, world is the one I've chosen to be in. And, and so it's definitely the one uh, I'll be in forever. That's awesome. And then one last question. You've been in the business, you said 23 years? Yeah. I mean, how much progress have, uh, like, for women, right? How far has it come in these years? Has it come uh, a lot? Obviously, there's got a, a lot of more work to be done, but how far has it come since you started? It's a different world. Um, it's a completely different world today than it was even 10 years ago. Um, there, is, <clears throat> there is just a difference in the way that we are are perceived and heard today. Um, those that are now coming into the industry already have some inherent credibility and ability to be heard and have a voice that simply did not exist 15, 20 years ago. And I'm really grateful for that. But to your point, um, it certainly isn't over. There's certainly more work to be done. And so I know that myself and a lot of my fellow leaders are committed to continuing that and to making sure that those women that are in there today, um, establishing themselves as leaders, um, are, are, are going to continue to have the support because we have to keep, keep our voices heard. We have, we have to keep pushing forward and becoming, um, even more of a force in establishing ourselves in this business as, as, uh, as, as equals. Yeah. 
Yeah, very, very well put. Have you seen the new platform yet for- uh, I am so, I'm already in. Are you kidding me? I just got it this morning. Looks oh awesome. my gosh, it is so cool. You gotta check it out. I've already got my, my connect with me, you guys. I'm already in. Um, I'm already- the first one I connect with then. Connect. Um, I'm already in. I've already been sending private messages and stuff to some of my, my friends and um, it looks next level. I mean, I can't even believe, this is nothing. This is not your mm. uh, typical Zoom, you know, boring virtual event. This is something like I've never seen before and I'm- super excited to be part of it yeah it's a cool studio i mean you're you're gonna be a movie star jamie this is what it is you are too are we like are we are we like famous now yes yeah, I, <laughs> I, I love so. it i love it all right well i'm looking forward to seeing you yo what's up everybody jp hussey here i'm uh, really looking forward to aim fuse virtual this coming friday i had the pleasure of sitting with and talking with and hosting a panel with three top producers. We have Skylar Welch, we have Peter Galvez, and we have Todd Bitter. I've gotten to know them over the past couple years and uh, it makes, makes total sense why they're top producers. And what's really cool about them is they're all top producers in their own different way. And that's the beauty of the Broker Channel. You can become a top producer the way you want to do it. We have Peter who along with Shelby Elias has grown one of the top brokerages in the country. And they're, they're massive and they keep growing and they talk about really investing in your business. Then you have Skylar Welch, who hasn't been in the business that long and is straight up killing it. And she's currently working on growing her team. So we'll be able to see uh, a bigger brokerage and then a more of a mid-sized top producer working on growing to maybe get to a spot like that but it's really however she wants to do it. And that's the beauty of it. And then we have my buddy, Todd Bitter, who is really that one man shop. That's what he's known for and, and does his 40 loans, 50 loans a month and, and sells it, processes it, does everything. So we're getting a look at three different ways to do volume and serve your consumers the best way. So I'm really, really looking forward to this one. I hope to see you guys there. See you next. Thanks for listening to the Broker to Broker podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss a single episode. Head over to aimgroup.com backslash broker to broker and subscribe on any platform where you listen to podcasts.